Hey girl, how are you? Welcome to the Redesigning Life Podcast with your host Cheryl B. Girl, I know what you're saying. I know you're a superwoman. I know you got it all together, but sometimes, honey, there are some times when we need to redesign our life. We need to look at some aspects of our life differently and see where we can give that thing a little juice up. So come on in, find something to snack on, bring something over to sip on. Girl, grab a pen and paper and sit down and join me for this podcast. Girl, we're going to get it together. Redesigning life. Ooh, hey girl. Welcome to the Redesigning Life podcast with your host, Cheryl B. Thank you for coming in and joining me today, girl. You know, like I said in the intro, girl, get you something to eat, something to sip on, and grab you a pen and paper because you know what? Well, maybe you might need not need the pen and paper this time, but, or maybe you might. So, I know, girl, I have changed this podcast so many times, and... You know what? Right now, I'm just being obedient. I'm being obedient to what has been said to me, what the Lord has said to me. Girl, if you don't know by now, I'm a church girl for my other podcasts. And there's a conscious living and another podcast before that. But this one right here, this this redesigning life, honey, has me in a tizzy. So I like this one because... (laughs) It's allowing me to be a little bit more vulnerable. It's allowing me to be myself expressively. And I don't think that the others did that. I think I was really listening to other people as opposed to listening to the man above that I'm supposed to listen to, you know. So that's what this is all about. So yes, we're starting over, starting new, brand new, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, however you're listening If you're listening on any of the platforms, child, give me a shout out so that I know that you're listening and I know that the content is, you know, like you feeling that thing, you know, Um, if there's something that you want me to explore in this redesigning life, let me know and I'll be happy to see what I can do about that. So now getting down to business, getting down to this first New episode, season one, first episode of Redesigning Your Life. Okay, Redesigning Life. So this concept hit me at the beginning of the year. And the reason why it hit me is because I was feeling some kind of way. You know what I mean? You know how you're sitting there on the side of your bed and you're like, I'm not doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing. I'm not caring for myself in a way that I'm supposed to be caring for myself. I'm not, not that I'm doing bad things, but I'm not really doing what I'm supposed to do, what I'm called to do, what my purpose is. And I got all these ideas swirling in my head and I'm writing stuff down or trying to write stuff down. And it just occurred to me, you know, or the Lord spoke to me and said, Girl, sit down for a second and be quiet. So I said, okay, God, let me sit down and be quiet and listen to whatever you have to say. 
So he started talking to me about redesigning my life and talking to me about redesigning from the aspect of an interior designer. Now, we've all seen them HGTV shows, how they go in and you're like, okay, the house looks like this. And then all of a sudden the house gets flipped up, turned upside down, uh, toe up. And then all of a sudden they walk into something brand spanking new that didn't even look like what they had before. And so God said to me, that's the way life needs to be for you. And he said, and you're not the only one, honey. You're not the only one, daughter. There are other people out there that, um, other women out there that have been doing the superwoman role. Okay. I don't know about you. I'm raising my hand, raising both hands, both feet, all my 10 toes and all my 10 fingers trying to do this superwoman thing. And it is hard enough trying to put a lot of projects down the line get them out all these goals trying to hustle trying to grind trying to do all the things and getting away from just being able to be quiet be still and not hear that grinding in my head like you gotta go 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 and so I have been being a little bit more quiet and I've been doing some self-examination some self-reflection all the things that us women when we sit down and be quiet should do you know listening to that that inner still small voice listening to you know, what am I supposed to, where am I supposed to go from here? What am I supposed to do from here? You know, am I at the level that I want to be at in business and finance? Am I where I want to be socially? You know, I'm, you know, single. Do I want to be single still? Do I want to be married? If I'm married, do I want to still be married? Do am I, you know, looking to divorce? If I'm a divorcee, do I want to stay to being single divorced or do I want to get back married again? All these things going through our heads. And then society doesn't make it any better. Because when you look on Instagram, okay, let's be real. When you look on Instagram, if you looked at yourself and compared yourself to the people on Instagram, you ain't doing so well, okay? Well, some of you might be doing exceptionally well, but I, I'm trying my hardest not to compare myself to somebody on Instagram, with a Instagram lifestyle because I have noticed, I don't know if, if you noticed in the, in the news lately, there are a lot of influencers that are dying for whatever reason. And that is, that is like, whoa. I mean, these people are like in their twenties and they're passing away. Either it's from drugs or from, you know, they, they're thinking about, com they're committing suicide and, and you know, it, it's just, it's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking about how we as a society looks at somebody and says, you're successful and you are not. So sometimes we just gotta, you know, I had to close my ears. I had to close my ears and I had to know that my lane is my lane. My success is my success and whatever I'm doing, saying, being, acting, you know, or becoming, becoming is where I am. 
And there have been a lot of days that I had beat myself up for being over 50. Yes, I've said that before, over 50 and, you know, getting closer to 60 and really not living my dreams. But guess what? You know what? I'm not ready to sit down. I don't know about anybody else, but I'm not ready to sit down. And if you are in your 30s or 40s, don't think that when you get to your 40s and 50s and 60s that you're supposed to sit down. Okay? You're supposed to still continue to live life. You're supposed to love life. Okay? And on all different levels and all different things and experience different things and take care of you and your your state of mind, your mental health and your wellness and all of those things. All of those things that behind the scenes that some others are not doing, but they're portraying having this grandiose life. So, yeah, I mean, it's nice to look at some of the stuff. But in retrospect, honey, some of those things I wouldn't even want. Some of those places and where they go on and do all the things that they're doing... Is not even my on my bucket list, near the bucket list, around the bucket list. You know, it ain't even a, a blip on the bucket list. Now, I do have a bucket list, but that's not it. So, I've, I've been really looking how to be able to radiate more confidence, um, to feel my femininity more, to feel my womanness more, and to not lend to a lot of masculine energy which is easy for me to do because of I'm, I'm used to being aggressive I'm used to being um, that go-getter I'm used to going out there and grind 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 and I need to take a step back and let my femininity draw the business in and draw what I need to do so that's one aspect of redesigning life, child. That ain't no, that's not, a, that's not the whole thing. And <clears throat> I have an issue with vulnerability. And I've noticed that I do. You know, I have a very small, small, small inner circle. It's real small, child, real small. And I don't like to let other people in. And I've noticed this about myself over the last couple of months. It's like, oh, I want more friends. I want more people to socialize with. Well, you got to let folks in. You got to be a little bit more vulnerable with people and have conversation with people and call people and check on people and be willing to fellowship with people in order to do that. And that's another aspect that I said, you know what? I really need to redesign my social life. My social life could use some zhuzhing, okay? It could use some, it could use some redesign, you know, along with the other things that we always thinking about finance, you know, business. Uh, I am a, I am a massage therapy teacher. So occupation is good. Um, sometimes it is mentally draining because of the fact being that, you know, you have to deal with a lot of personalities and a lot of other people's stresses and, you know, I can't look at them and say your crisis is not my emergency because <laughs> it is because it's my job to get them across the finish line to finish and become certified. So in my own life, though, you know, I, I can definitely tell you in the past, I used to take on a lot from other people 
and I would take on all of their stresses and all of that stuff. And I had, I just decided, I was like, we're not doing that no more. We're not doing that. I can't help you. I can't help everybody all the time. I can only do what I can do when I can do it. And that's it. That's all. That's it. That's all. So I look at the fact being that with all of that and, you know, also looking at getting out into the environment better, how am I taking care of my body, my emotional health? You know, what about my intellectual and of course, you know, my spiritual, that, that plays a, a big part in my decision-making process. So is it good for me spiritually? Is it not good for me spiritually? And, you know, having core values and having a mantra, you know, we'll talk about a mantra, but baby, I had to get a mantra so that that way I could keep talking to myself and telling myself about who I was, you know, or I shouldn't say was, who I am, who I am, who I am becoming. Because realistically, I really do have a desire to help women to become more than where they are. And in order for me to help them, I got to do some work as well. Don't think that the coach doesn't need to coach. <laughs> the coach needs a coach to get to where she wants to be for becoming. And um, I guess that book is on my mind because I think about Michelle Obama's, you know, her her story from going from the south side of Chicago to becoming the first lady to become a floatist. You know, that's a lot of becoming that you had to become. So, um, you know, my, my aspiration to still be um, a married woman and to be able to be an asset to my husband. And so shout out to the man that might be listening. Um, to be an asset to my husband and to know that how we build our vision of what we're doing for love legacy together and that we're not competing, that we're not these two separate entities, that we're really truly focusing on who we should be as a couple together, you know, united under God with this covenant and where God wants us to take this. And that that is no that is no light undertaking. That I mean, we're talking about having to really interview um men that are approach that that approach. And yes, there's, there's the dating pool out there. Yes, I believe. Yes, it has, you know, it has some pee in it. You know, it's like there's a filtration system somewhere and I don't know where it is, but you know, I'm, I'm like, I, I actually have the desire to meet somebody more organically than I do online. Cause online, let's be real. There's so much catfishing going on online. That's not even funny. You know, they just throwing their hooks in there to see who they can kit catch and who they can pull on the line and how they can like string you across the water and then when you get just about to there to like okay let me see you and then all of a sudden boop, disappear so yeah I'm, I'm not I'm not a fan of the online dating thing that was another thing I'm not a fan of that so I've been I've been soul searching y'all I've seriously been soul searching and that is no small feat to be doing that. Um, even down recently, 
So can I can I be vulnerable with y'all? Let me be vulnerable with y'all. So I'm I'm a really big person on I'm not the the thinnest body person. I'm not you know really heavy, extremely heavy, but you know your girl could stand to lose some chunkiness. Okay, she could stand to lose some chunkiness. So. You know, over the holidays, you know how we do. We have cookies and cakes and candies and pastries and this and donuts and cupcakes and donut holes and cookies and all the all the whole thing, right? And French bread and this bread and that bread and focaccia bread and pita bread and all the breads, right? So I have been just feasting, you know, like everybody else does during the holidays, right? So about three weeks ago i woke up and my right foot looked like a blowfish i could not put on like my decent pair of shoes to go to work so here i am and you know i i try to dress my best i try to dress for success <laughs> and i have been and my foot was so blown up i was so upset and it was kind of twingy so i should have paid attention then but I didn't. So I went on to work, did my thing, standing, walking around, testing, doing all the things. Two days later, your girl was on a cane. Okay. Meaning to say, I couldn't really put any pressure on my right foot because if I did, that bad boy sent me through the roof. She was not playing with me. She was like, I don't know what you done did, but you know, so like long story short, I, I, I did some consulting and I thought it was peroneal tendonitis. Okay, so I know I know that's a big old long word, y'all. Yes, I'm in the medical field. So it means the muscle down the side of your leg, the tendon that attaches into the bone in your foot is angry. It's got inflammation in it, right? So I'm thinking like, okay, it's this tendonitis kind of thing. No big deal. It was ice, you know compress elevate all the things start moving it around well it was not leaving me and i was like wait a minute i've had this before but it's left after a week you know and certainly after three four days i'm off my cane no this thing had me on a cane for two weeks you know two and a half weeks i should say um so I was getting a little upset and frustrated because I'm like, well, wait a minute. The nerve is this irritated. This is what's happening. I, I don't get it. So I, I belong on this mastermind and we get together at 6 a.m. on calls and we talk about our goals and stuff. And so I had to change my, my goal, um, for this first quarter, my first quarter goal was to be writing my next book. I have one book out that's published on Amazon, Get the Clients You Want, Purpose, Sustainability, and Growth for Entrepreneurs. I know, shameless plug, right? So I was going on to write the second book, which had nothing to do with business, but more had to do with self-development. And I could not concentrate to write. I couldn't concentrate to sit down because I was either in pain, I had to get up, I was not comfortable. So all of these things were going on. So I was really at a level of frustration and I can understand why some people, you know, I really do understand why some people start popping pills, you know, with drug addiction because they are in pain, either mentally or physically, right? I understand. I understand. I didn't do that, y'all. I didn't do that. 
Although me and Tylenol, we had an intimate, we was having intimate conversations. Um, so I started talking to them and a friend of mine that's on there, she texted me and she said, call me after the call. So I said, okay, I'll call her after the call. And she started talking to me about how she's been eating for her blood type. And um, I'm like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> that's real interesting, girl. So she said, yeah, I've been eating for my blood type and it's been really working for me. And she's just had some like surgery done. And so she's still in recovery for her surgery. Um, she's healed and going through the process, y'all. That's her thing, healed and going through the process. So I was telling her about my level of frustration. And so she said, well, do you know what blood type you are? And I said, I think I'm B positive. At least that's what I was told by my parents. I can't confirm that because they're no longer here on this earth. So she said, okay, well, let's just start looking up some stuff. And so she started reading to me like with, you know, cause I knew that my family had an issue with gout. I know that we have an issue with gout. So for three years I was vegan. I didn't have no issues, right? I'm cool, good. I come back, the doctor says, no, you have to come back because, you know, your body is actually feeding on itself. So this, this is not going to work for you. So I jump back over the fence. Okay. So, uh, she said, you know what? Um, let's just go over some food lists. So let me share with you some food lists. So she started with, uh, meat and poultry, chicken, chicken is not on my beneficial or neutral food list. I'm like, girl, you gotta be kidding me. She said, no, I'm not kidding you. She said, you're, you're not supposed to eat chicken according to your blood type. So I'm thinking like, okay, you know, I'm a little doubtful, a little doubtful. So we continue our talks and she's talking about, you know, all the breads and the grains. And I was like, oh, I've been all off, you know, gluten. So gluten was kind of like, ding, 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 ding. You might have a gluten intolerance, sister. So she said, here's the app. You look at the app. Here's the thing for the book. You get the book and you do your own research for you. So one of the things that I decided to do, I went on Amazon like everybody else does. And I went and got a, um, a blood type, uh, test. You could do your blood type at home. Now me being wussy, I'm like, I don't want to see the blood. Let me tell you Monday night. I ate the rest of the baked chicken that I had and a salad. When I tell you my toe and my foot throbbed all night long and it was not throbbing during the day, but it throbbed all night long. I said, okay, something. So, okay, God, <laughs> let, let me lift, let me, let me, let me lift my hands and say yes. Okay. So I started looking at the book and I started looking at, that and I started looking at some of the the um grains and the breads and the intolerances there and gluten is a serious thing so I started doing some research on gluten and arthritic conditions because gout is considered an arthritic condition let me tell you it says that there is there can be a significant a significant result or flare-up if you eat too much gluten and it can show up where it would swell your toe, which mine was, your ankles, which mine was, my one ankle, and it would just create stiffness, immobility, no movement, and pain. Okay, sold. All right, sold. 
So the blood test kit came on Tuesday. I tried to teach from home because I was in so much pain and I didn't get a lot of sleep. So I, when the blood test kit came, I said, mm, I'm going to have to take it to somebody. And then finally, you know, that still small voice says, suck it up, sister. Poke your own finger. So I had to suck it up and poke my own finger. <sighs> so I poked my finger. I put my blood on this card on all of their little antigens and whatever. Stirred my blood in and found out, yes, I am B positive. So I'm like, thank you. Thank you for that bit of information that I knew mom and dad. Okay. Um, so now I've been, so I had to. I bought a whole package of pork chops and stuff. I had to give it to the neighbor. I had to give up the chicken. Gave that to the neighbors. And I had to go and buy some other stuff. So I'll tell you, you know, beef is on my list can, that I can eat. Um, veal is on my list, although I'm not running after no veal. I'm not running after any venison. Turkey, thank goodness, is on the list. And... Um, there are other things that are on there that's like me. I don't think I'll be running after that. But there is a laundry list of seafood that I can have. However, <laughs> however, all shellfish is off the list. Okay, no shellfish. I was like, ooh, okay. So I had a discussion with my my godmother. That's my that's my mom. Okay. She was like, girl, all you need to do is just eat things in moderation. Well, that chicken was in moderation, baby. And that thing just sent my foot to, to flight. So <laughs> I was like, yeah, no, that's not going to work. Cheryl doesn't do things in moderation. She's an extremist um, when she does do things. And so it's extreme. So I said, you know what? Let me just suck it up. Let me go get some stuff. So I picked up some sockeye salmon. I picked up some tilapia. I picked up some ground turkey. I picked up some um, ground beef. I even had a steak. Um, I can have all kinds of dairy and eggs, although I am lactose intolerant, so I'm not going to wrap my lips around any milk. Trust and believe, I'm not. Um, but almond butter, almond milk, I can do all of that. Um, so this app has been pretty cool that I've been looking at as far as, you know, what to eat for my blood type. And I've been reading in the book. I found out, let me tell you, I even found out, you know, I when I say extremist, sometimes I can exercise and, you know, go hard or go home. And then I end up injured and can't exercise for like three, three, four days. And you're supposed to do 150 150 minutes to 300 minutes a week. And I can't even get through like 30. <sighs> I found out that even my exercise needs to be walking. Um, it needs to be strengthening. Um, it needs to have stretching involved. It needs to be more moderate in order for me to compensate for what I'm eating because of the fact being that like nobody's going to eat a pound of ground beef. That's just absurd that I can't even do that. Um, so, you know, and all the things that are, I'm eating lighter foods. Now, there's a ton of vegetables that I can have. However, I love artichokes. No, baby, you can't have an artichoke. I just started liking within the last seven years tomatoes. No, baby, 
you can't have tomatoes, tomato paste, anything tomato-y, ketchup, no nothing like that. Not even, uh, yeah, if I wanted to make spaghetti, spaghetti sauce, I got to make it some kind of way different. But I did see some recipes that told me to take, um, that told me to take um, roasted red bell pepper and make a sauce that way, the same way. So we're going to try that, okay? I'm going to try it. I have, <laughs> look, I got appliances. <laughs> I got appliances. Right now, my um, air fryer, sister girl getting a workout right now. So I picked up some salmon burgers, some turkey burgers, and I picked up some mahi-mahi um, um, just to try it out. You know, Trader Joe's, shout out to Trader Joe's being, uh, being my friend right now. And the other vegetables and stuff that I'm supposed to eat. So I am going to be experimenting, chefing it up, and all of those kinds of things. And if you want to see some of the foods and stuff that I put together, you're going to have to travel over to my in my Instagram Okay, my Instagram, uh, so you can check out some of the reels or some of the posts. And I am there at Pure Wellness CA. That's P U R Wellness CA. The P U R has no E. So if you put an E, you're going to be looking at somebody else's stuff. Okay, but I will link it in the show notes. So yeah, that's that's basically what I've been doing, girl. That's 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 what I've been doing. So I'm I'm hoping that this is going to encourage, you know, someone else or, you know, all of you out there that have tuned in and have listened like, hey, you know what? Let me let me take a look at my life. Let me let me let me sit down and let me sit down and keep still for a second and let me take a look at what I need to do and the things that I need to do and how I need to do them so that that way I can kind of, you know judge and redesign my life let me look at it from the aspect of an interior designer what can i what do i need to tear down and tear it up and flip it and you know back flip it and paint it and you know restore it and whatever i need to do for my life to make it differently and put me on a different level of perspective of thinking putting me in a different place where i can sit there and say hmm you know what I mean, that never occurred to me. So I'm hoping that, you know, the content that I'm bringing to you is going to help you. I plan to interview some ladies that have redesigned their life. I know, I know some ladies out there that have done some, like, you know, the story would make you say, what? Whoa, you know, and maybe it might be something that you resonate with, you know, and, or it's something that says, wow, she did all of that. Maybe I should do something like that as well you know, or something similar or reach out to them or, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, this will create an avenue where some of us will get some of you all to kind of connect with us because this is a sisterhood. Okay. We sisters got to stick together. Don't matter what color we is, yellow, white, black, brown, you know, gray, pink, purple, whatever color you is, girl, it's a sisterhood. You know, we are sisters in this and, you know, sisters, um, need to uphold each other. We need to connect with each other. We need to make sure that, you know, that each other, we okay. We all right. Okay. So thank you ladies for listening to me. Thank you sisters for connecting with me. If you want to connect with me in the show notes is how you can connect with me. Um, 
so you can see all the things that I'm doing and all the things that I'm going to be writing about and all the things that, you know, is to come in my becoming girl. I'm redesigning my life right along with you. So don't think you out here alone because you're not. So if you have any comments, leave them below. Child, when you listen to this, give this give this podcast a rating so that that way we can start to reach other women out there so that that way they can start listening and start redesigning where they think that they should redesign. All right. So until the next time, I will see you soon. Girl, go out there and do your thing and be excellent at it. Girl, child, I don't know about you. Baby, listen, I felt that thing. So come come back with me the next time and let's talk again. Let's do a little bit more thinking, a little bit more deep diving, girl, a little bit more redesigning on the Redesigning Life Podcast. I will see you next time. Girl, go do your thing and be excellent.